I love the new music, Marie Pierre. Where did you get that music? Okay, I'm going to stop singing. Good morning, Virginie from France. I love how's the weather in France? Good, good. We had snow here, tons of snow, tons of snow. It's not true. We had a little bit of snow. But, you know, in April, it feels like tons of snow, right? Good morning. Good morning, Lise. Welcome, welcome. Good morning, Joan. I love that new picture. You look so sexy. Ah, brrr, okay. Good morning, everyone. Let me just open up my Facebook so I can see everyone on Facebook. Marie-Pierre, you're going to say good morning to our friends on Facebook and on Podbeam. She writes so much faster than me. Every time you see a message from me, Taking consideration, I do it with one finger at a time, okay? Like, I'm so slow, you have no idea. So welcome to the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. My name is Maria Mariano, 38 years in this multi-level business. We are so, so excited. I'm telling you, Marie-Pierre, we're going to be literally going from 1995 into the 21st century with our new system, finally, that they call Gen Con in our business. And I know it's going to be a whole new level of success. Welcome, Matthew. I see who's joining us. You know who I'm going to expect this morning? Rawi from Livia. Let's see if he comes in. All right. Uh, what I want to say and why I'm sharing that is that if any of you out there right now are looking for a place to intentionally level up, if you're looking for a place where you can have personal development. I love Marie-Pierre when you say, you know, we have personal development and we get paid for doing it versus you pay for personal development or simply you just need extra money. I don't know about you guys, but, you know, COVID has... Um, has huge financial impact on people. People are bored, so they're spending more. Uh, know that we're not traveling, but somewhere we're just, we seem to be putting this money somewhere else. And the cost of living, I don't know with my friend Virginie in France, in Europe, how the cost of living is, but here in Montreal, Canada, literally, I, I would say to you, Marie-Pierre, just looking at my grocery bills, it has doubled. Like I've always bought a lot of groceries, you know, because we feed a lot of people. Even, even if um, it's COVID, you still feed a lot of people. Um, but the bill, the cost, did you notice, Christina, the cost is just unbelievable. So really, it's a, it's a beautiful time for you to join a, a multi-level marketing, whatever your choice may be. Of course, I would say, come and join us, but it doesn't matter. Whatever your choice may be, I'm watching it also on um, Instagram, the success stories of everybody in multi-level marketing business. It's absolutely incredible. And why I'm sharing this with you, because for those of you joining us for the very first time, we're in the book of Stephen Covey, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Okay. Uh, once again, I'm going to sell this book. I wish I got commissions on it, but I'm, I don't. Um, if you don't have the book and there's only one book you will read in your entire life, this, this is it, guys. Guys, this is the book. This is the book. Do, do, go no further. And I, if you're going to get the book, you might as well get the workbook because it is a book that requires us to read it a little bit at a time intentionally. And then you need to put it into practice and we need to do the exercises. The fun part about following the podcast is <clears throat> Marie-Pierre and I do a little segment at a time, which I, my 50, you know, 57 years old and 38 years experience, think that this is enough information for the day. 
so you can actually use it and apply. So right now we're in the section of the book. We're still in the introduction. We're one quarter of the book done and we're still in, in the introduction. We're still in the overview. And right now we're doing the overview of the three kinds of assets we have. Okay. And Stephen Covey defines um, understanding the three assets brings us to a capacity of being much more effective. Therefore, our capacity of problem solving and maximizing opportunities grow. Who wants to be problem solving instead of problem swimming in and being able to seize all the opportunities out there? You know, Absolutely. This is what I want to do. And this is what he explains in the three kinds of assets. Okay. So we covered the asset physical. It was yesterday. We talked about, you know, if you own a toaster, how to take good care of it because you don't want to always be spending money. We covered about the health. We covered about protecting the environment. Last week, we covered the financial aspect. You can't earn money and just keep wasting, wasting, wasting. And today, let's dive right into the subject, which is the third asset, asset, which is relationships, relationships. So our asset of building relationships, what does it do? And one of the first examples I said to Marie-Pierre yesterday I want to give is parenting. Let's go with parenting. Even if you don't have children, I think you're going to relate to this. Parenting. You have a five-year-old daughter that rarely cleans up her room. Okay, you have two choices. Either have the patience and keep harping and waiting there in the door until she cleaned, a door of a bedroom until she gets that room cleaned, or as many parents will do, ah, the heck with this, I'll just clean it, it's going to go faster, and you're simply focused on the golden egg. Remember, the PPC balance, for those joining us the very first time, P stands for in the story of the goose and the golden egg, P is the goose, PC is the production of the goose, which is the golden egg. So when you're cleaning the bedroom for your little child of five years old, I am being focused on the golden egg, which is the production. So what ends up happening is that I will raise a child, a child that has no sense of responsibility, okay, that feels entitled, and I actually diminish her abilities or his abilities to start and finish things. And worse is that she might have a very high self-confidence, but very low self-esteem. And don't confuse the two. Self-confidence is something I acquire because I, I accomplish things, because I'm good in, in school, whatever. Self-esteem is the value I feel I'm worth within. Often, if you're religious, it helps to build self-esteem in children when we teach them the values, the profound values. This is what I love about the book of Stephen Covey, because this is what it's teaching. It's a character ethic uh, book and not a personality ethic where we're diving in one inch deep. No, this is one mile deep versus the parents that will take the time to train the goose and not look at just the golden egg. So you're going to sit there in her bedroom and you're not going to give up as a parent until she gets the room cleaned. It's either you get the room cleaned or you're not getting out of this room. Okay, and keeping your shoes of peace and she's going to 
probably throw herself on the floor or he's going to throw himself on the floor. He's going to just start doing, we call it in, say, in French, we say starts doing the baking. You know, when you're frying the bacon in the pan, it's jumping up and down. But do not leave that bedroom until that bedroom is clean. Okay. You see, now you're investing in taking care of the goose. Now, what happens is they get a high sense of rep responsibility. They begin things and finish things. And they have an incredible self-worth because as parents, we took time to build the goose. So as a parent, Maria Mariano, Mohammed Mekalash, our children were in swimming. They swam every morning from, from 5 a.m. We would leave the house. I would wait for them until 7.30 a.m., including Saturday. Saturdays, it was until then 10 a.m. And then I would drive them to school. Uh, my husband would pick them up from school at 3.30 p.m., drive them to swimming. They'd be back home at 7.30. I had them in music classes every Saturday morning. I had them after after swimming. They had music class. And after music class, they had recreational circus um, with Le Cirque du Soleil here in Montreal. Sundays, they had improv. And, and I know that... My, my dad, he goes, why are you doing all of that? And my sister goes, my God, you guys are always on the go. And remember, remember, I don't need for you to understand what I'm doing, but I'm going to explain to you because it's the podcast. And since we're in the section of uh, relationship building, what I did with my children, what I did with my children was build responsibility in them. It's a huge responsibility. You have to get up at five. No. We're leaving at five. That means you have to get up at least at 10 to five to leave. I'm building in them responsibility uh, where you're going to go swimming when it's minus 30 outside, even if it's an indoor pool, and you're going to do things even if you don't feel like it. Okay. I needed to remove them from video games. You don't, I didn't want to yell, get away from video games. I just kept them so busy. There was no time for video games. So I was sharing with Marie-Pierre yesterday, as a parent, yes, you know, 11 years, like honest to God, guys, 11 years of intense, intense building of the goose, intense building of the goose. I took that goose, visualized my children, and I brought them to maturity, being responsible. So today, today, they lay their own golden eggs. And I know if I passed away today, my husband and I, and I would have no problem of them um, realize, like they don't need us. They don't need us. Versus if I would have done everything for them, not created sense of responsibility, let them game all day, let them have that dirty room, let them not pick up the dishes, let them, let, what would happen is we have adults that are 30, 40 years old and live in houses that are in a mess or, you know, whatever. Maybe not everybody, but you understand what I'm saying? You say, well, what happened? Well, like a tree, you need to put a tutor when you plant a tree. And only once the tree is mature that you remove the tutor. So relationship building, visualize the PPC balance and in investing a lot of time in your children at the beginning. So afterwards, you have a life of pleasure with them. So now I'm having a life of pleasure where everybody, everybody is happy-go-lucky, successful, and it makes it fun. Same thing with my couple. When I got married to Mohammed, we needed 
we needed to work on the P, which is the goose, right? The, 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 our, our relationship as a couple. How many times, Marie-Pierre, you know, I would say, I'm going to throw them out by the window and I'm going to close that window first. But because I was trained that when you commit to something, it's for life. Today, the egg, the production, the PC of Mohammed and Maria is incredible. But we invested a lot of time in the relationship building of each other. And last, I'm going to conclude with relationship building, PPC balance as a leader, as a boss. A lot of bosses and a lot of leaders use the carrot and stick effect. Okay. The carrot means if you do this, Marie-Pierre, you're going to go, you're going to get this. And the stick effect is the boss says, if you don't do this, you better watch out for your job. I'm going to fire you. So you've got employees that are stressed out every day, afraid of losing their job. Or you have a sales force in the leadership where you have a sales force that don't do anything unless you give them a carrot. Okay. And, and let me tell you, if you build a sales, I'm in sales. If you build a sales force like that, you will never have a business that every year for 38 years keeps growing and growing. Okay, so let's cover first the employer, the employer that works with the sticks. That means that you have no loyalty. The only reason they're there is because of the paycheck. The consequences of working with a stick because you're, you're, you're only focusing uh, on, on, on the egg, on the egg. You want more eggs, more eggs, right? And you're not taking care of them. You're going to have high levels of burnout. You're going to have high levels of depression. You're going to have high levels of people robbing you. If you have inventory or whatever, you're going to have high levels of theft versus, versus if you take care of the goose without the stick. You know, have an environment where it's okay. They feel comfortable taking a day to go to school with their children. Are you able to have a, a, a schedule flexible? And I'm talking to you because I am also a boss and not just in sales. So I've had employees like Lindy Marsh who worked for me for 24 years before she retired. She never worried about taking a day off to, to go with her children a field day. My, I always create an environment and still create an environment where they work, they work intensely every day, but don't feel guilty if they take time to do something else. It's not an environment of stick, but rather an environment, how, how well are we advancing together? And in my sales force, again today, Marie-Pierre, I know that a lot of my colleagues that are business leaders must be saying, oh my God, she puts in so much time in her business. But in March of last year, when COVID happened, look at what I did, Marie-Pierre. I invested all my time in the goose, making sure the goose had self-confidence and self-esteem, meaning giving them the tools, investing in your capable and delegating uh, training, delegating, you can do this, delegating, delegating. So today I have a sales force. Look at last night, Marie-Pierre. We had a three-hour meeting. If I talked 15 minutes, it was it was max, max. The rest was generated by the sales force. But that takes time. It's, it's the goose. That takes time to build, to build each and every one of my directors to be independent and Honestly, they will deliver trainings better than me. So when you're investing 
in that it's a long-term effect. So you, you're taking care of the goose and the goose will produce daily eggs, which is money for all of us. But to, to give it a little bit more of a scientific approach instead of, a, you know, Maria talking 50, 57 years old, 38 years experience, we're going to hand it over to Marie-Pierre. Take it away, Marie-Pierre. Thank you. And I want to read one comment on Facebook. Uh, Rosalina, she writes, I never had much self-esteem until I was diagnosed with cancer in 2017. Amazing how our perspective changed. So thank you, Rosalina, for your comment. I love it. Yes, we can change it. We need just one thing to change everything. <laughs> so thank you. So I'm um, Marc-Pierre, I'm 30 years old. I've been in MLM for six years now. And just like Maria said, I love um, to develop myself, but with a paycheck. So that's why I love the MLM. So thank you for joining us every morning because I know that the only way I can master what I'm reading is when I can share what I learn with someone else. So If you're not there, I cannot share with you. So thank you for being there every morning. So if you are on the Podbean or on Facebook, please share the podcast because we have the big goal to build a thousand millionaire, but we want to build that community to level up and we, will, we want to build it organically. So make sure to share with a comment of why they should listen to the podcast every morning. And when you comment, Comment with six words or more. That's how we can be more visible on every platform. And on Podbean, of course, when you listen, when you comment, when you share, you get hearts. <laughs> And at the end of the month, we will do a draw for a conditioning program. So make sure to listen on the podcast to be in the draw at the end of the month. <laughs> Marie-Pierre, Marie-Pierre, first of all, yes, Matthew, Benji's in the house. Yes, Lise, did you hear them? Okay, you guys don't see them. And when these dogs walk in here, like, you know, relationship, I mean, it works even with animals. I'm not kidding you. These, these kids, I call them my kids now. These, these dogs are so, so loyal. And I know all dogs are loyal, but they walk around with self-confidence. And I want to just share with this two seconds because, you know, thank you, Matthew and, and uh, Lise for noticing that. My sister has a dog she got from um, the ref refugee, sound of refuge home. And he was a dog that was beaten up sticks, sticks. Okay, just the way her dog walks versus my dogs. Now, and I say, I said to my sister Patty because she has adopted four children. I said, "This is what you have to build in your children is that self self esteem, Patty." Okay, because if you're going to use the stick effect, you'll never have children with self esteem. Just parentheses open and parentheses closed. And then the second comment I find really nice is Naim. He says, "Is this British?" No, Naeem, this is a heavy French accent. And for my case, a heavy Italian accent. Welcome, Naeem, somebody new on our pod beat. He thought he was, you were British. I love it. <laughs> okay, sorry, guys. I'm just having fun with you. Take it away, Marie-Pierre. I'm so happy. I love the British accent. <laughs> so if we sound like that, yay! <laughs> okay, so now if you want to build that relationship, that the P PC balance with relationship, you need to build that confidence in other people. So I found 10 ways you can help people 
uh, to build their confidence. So I will share with you the 10 uh, way. And of course, I will drop the document on the group Les Millionaires des Diamants Inspirational Group. So you can join the group. I will put the link on the podcast and in the comments on live Facebook. So you can join if you are not already on the group. So the first way is to give compliments. Because complimenting somebody is such a simple thing, yet people are strangely afraid of it. So giving a compliment doesn't make you weak or annoying. Everybody enjoys getting a compliment and it makes them feel good about themselves. Marie-Pierre, just on the note of the compliment, by the way, Naeem is from Bangladesh. I told you, I told you one day will be world, worldwide. Okay, let me go back to the compliment. I, as the 57-year-old on the podcast, okay, and with my 38 years of experience, I will tell you, Marie-Pierre, like I read all of them, the number one, and if you have only one to master, is your capacity to give sincere compliments. And if you go and research there, you can learn how to give sincere compliments and not flattery. This is why we say many men are annoying because they're not complimenting a woman. They're flattering her, okay, which is called another word for you're bullshitting. Isn't that beautiful? Okay. There's a big difference between a compliment when my husband Mohammed says, my wife, her her capacity to be resilient, her capacity um, to start something and finish it, and most of all, her relentlessness. This is in one of the speeches he gave when he talked about me. You see, it touches the heart because a compliment, Marie-Pierre, is with three clear justification. You can't just compliment a compliment. It has to be f profound and it has to be sincere. Love it. Okay, I'll shut up after that. <laughs> I love when you interrupt me. <laughs> you always add something <laughs> I didn't think. Okay, number two is to take the time to listen because people need to talk about their issue to work through them. So starting conversation and actually listening to them can be a big help. Number three is to support their leadership. So you can support others when they are in the lead role. So show up for important events and provide vocal support and positive feedback. Just like Maria with your kids, when they had big event for the swimming team, you are there, you were there. Number four is to encourage friends to do great things. So maybe you have someone who is shy and you know that she is really shy and you want them to open up and she can uh, register for a conference that she can uh, talk publicly, encourage them to do that and you don't know what they will develop in that case. So just encourage your uh, people to do great things. You don't know where it, it will uh, lead them. Number five, accept them for who they are. So part of accepting someone is standing up for them. Because nothing can destroy someone's confidence like getting bullied. And when we let bullying happen unchecked, we are part of the problem. So, standing up for them. Number six is to include them. So, yes, if you have event 
who can help to uh, boost your people's self-esteem and it's helpful to include them in a new experience or social activity you're confident that they are they can handle of course if it's someone <laughs> with uh, low self-esteem or low confidence uh, maybe they will say yes yes but they will break the plan because it's too much but just keep uh, including them because if you continue to support it will show to them that you can you you can trust them and um you re really think uh, they can be uh, good at it number seven is to ask for their help so we <laughs> all have someone that have a negative view of their own abilities so showing that you have confidence in them can go a long way towards building them up. So ask for their help, especially if they have a chance to show off and succeed in something they are truly good at. Number eight is to celebrate success. So recognition of success builds self-confidence. There's <laughs> something you can be sure of it, success and recognition of course will build uh, self-confidence number nine is to encourage autonomy so if you want your team or your family to tackle tasks with confidence it's important that you allow them to uh, the autonomy to make their own decision so whenever you can delegate tasks and give your people the power to make their own decision and number 10 is to setting clear goals because many people get confidence from completing tasks and projects successfully, but that confidence only comes if people know what they need to do. So this is why it's so important to set clear goals for every member of your team, of your family. Goals define success and give people an objective to shoot for. Without them, they're working endlessly. So then when they succeed, Absolutely, we will celebrate their achievements. So that's the 10 way I will drop the document on the group. And that's how you can really focus on the PC of the PPC balance that will produce a P2. So really PPC balance for your relationship. Oh my God, Marie-Pierre, I love it. Actually, this document is going to go in my meeting sections for my multi-level marketing business. I'm telling you, this is something we need to have next to us and ask ourselves, are we doing these 10 steps? The main point, I think, at the end of you know, the three assets, which concludes this segment, is excessive focus on the production, the golden egg, or excessive focus on the production capacity, which is the goose, in short, is a fail. Either, either is a fail. What's important is understanding the right balance, right? The PPC balance between the two. Your answers to the questions above, are you focused with your children? Are you focused with your husband or spouse? Are you focused on your work on P or PC or both? The, what you will answer the, to this will determine what's the next step you have to do. So what I wish for you this weekend to do is analyze, okay, analyze how am I dealing with my relationship with my husband? 
with my children, if you have, or, or with your wife. Analyze, if you're working nine to five, how am I being treated? Or if you're a boss, how are you treating your people? Your capacity to ask yourself these questions. Now you can take Marie Pierre's documents that she did for each one of those segments and intentionally change your trajectory for 2021. This is what personal development is called. Are you hearing my dogs? Are you hearing me? Can you hear them? Like right during the podcast, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Anyways, guys, thank you so much. Have an awesome weekend. Remember, let's work on being a mile deep and an inch wide versus a mile wide and an inch deep. Good luck, everyone. And we'll see each other on Monday and Tuesday with Jean-Philippe Jacques and Marie-Pierre Tétrault, Sabrina Tessier on the five big dreams because Marie-Pierre, look, number 10, number 10, setting clear goals. Hello. So without the podcast of Monday and Tuesday, how do you want to set clear goals? When most people said, say to me, I never set a goal in my life. Anyways, have a great weekend. Matthew, thank you. Thank you for sharing great points. And I wish for all of you to be an example. Now I'm going to shut up my dogs. Okay. Love you guys. And I love my dogs. <laughs> Cheers, Rawi. Cheers. Thank you.